huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Everyone in Southeast Louisiana, it is Play by Play coming to you live here on this Thursday, Casey Jisclair here. We've got a rough start to the show today. I ain't going to lie. Everything ain't working right now. We're going to try to make it work throughout the course of the day or the course of the show. My recorder wasn't coming on. I was having a hard time with the bumper music. Buddy's across the way helping out with Nick's show, which is, hey, that's cool. Everything's usually smooth sailing over here, but today wasn't smooth sailing over here. So we're getting off to a little bit of a late start. My bad. My apologies in advance to that, or for that rather, but we'll make it happen um, here throughout the uh, course of the next 90 minutes leading into one o'clock. Um, we've got a fun show coming your way today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the girls basketball playoffs. We're going to be talking about boys basketball matchups. There's some LHSA drama. We've got Joe Tutong coming on in the next segment of the show. We've got Brandon Brown with Terrebonne coming on a little later in the show. So we've got all sorts of stuff that we'll be talking about, and we can't wait to you know give you a rundown of everything happening around the state and beyond. Um, but first, let's get to our state scoreboard from last night in girls' basketball playoffs. The game that I was at last night was Ellender getting a win over Assumption and punching a ticket uh, to the second round of the playoffs. It was close. It was very competitive. Um but Ellender, at the end of the day, I'll tell you the score if my dang internet would work. Goodness, we're having a rough start to the day. Um, 39 to 33, Ellender gets a win over Assumption. They punch the ticket to the next round. They'll take on Albany in the second round. Albany got an opening round bye. In that same bracket, number 10, Iota beat number 23, LaRanger, in the opening round. So there's a win there. There was another local score last night in non-select Division One. We had Ponchatoula get a 77-58 to win over Central Lafouche. That's a 5 versus a 28. Then we had number 27, Slidell, beat number 6, Denham Springs, 46-45. to I feel so bad for Central Lafouche. So bad for Central Lafouche. When the season ended on Sunday, Central Lafouche was scheduled to play Denham Springs. And I was telling all of my buddies everywhere between here and Matthews, Denham Springs is not very good, y'all. Central Lafouche could beat Denham Springs. That's a matchup. That's a winnable matchup on and on and on and on. Well, Denham Springs didn't win their district. Ponchatoula did. So they get a PowerPoint. They jumped Denham Springs. Central Lafouche then has to play Ponchatoula. And then lo and behold, my predictions about Denham Springs were right. They lose in the opening round. So Central Lafouche, because of the district championship PowerPoint rule, has to face a much more difficult opponent and gets put out in the opening round. Congratulations to Slidell. Division three, non-select. We didn't have any action last night. Let's go to Division four, non-select. And we had South Plaquem in the number 13 seed beat Delcom the 20 seed last night. So there are no upsets there so far. All the home teams are winning. <clears throat> Division five, we didn't have any action last night. Let's go over to the private school side. Uh, Division one select Bird, the 17 seed, gets a win over number 16 St. Joseph's Academy. So Bird gets a win. They'll now get beat by 30 against John Curtis in the second round. Um, but anyway, congratulations for Bird for getting a win. Number 20, Edna Carr gets a win over number 13 Chappelle, 49 to 47. Carr will now take on Scotlandville. Karen Crow, the 15 seed, defeats McMain in a 15 versus 18 matchup, 50 to 18. 
So Karen Crow puts it on them pretty good. Division two select. Last night we had number 13, Turlings Catholic, got a 55 to 28. Went over Haynes Academy. Good win for them. Uh, that was the only action in Division two select. So we go to Division three select. And I could tell you that Country Day got a 40 to 25 win over Ursuline Academy. That's a 12 over a 21. We also had number 13, St. Mary's, got a 50 to 44 win over Capital moving on to the next round. Uh, number 11, Dunham defeats Mars Jeff Community 61 to 9. So Dunham moves on. They'll take on Episcopal. The number 10 seed in that bracket, Academy of Sacred Heart in New Orleans, gets a 51 to 24 win over number 23, Beekman Charter. So good win there. We go to Division 4 select. And I could tell you that last night we had Lewis McGeehee get a 46 to 38 win over Catholic of Point Capi. So now they'll take on Central Catholic of Morgan City in the next round. Um, Number 14, Westminster, defeats River Oaks, 53-39. Good win for Westminster. They'll now take on Highland Baptist. Number 11, Ascension Catholic, defeats number 22, Central Private. So Ascension Catholic will now take on Hamilton Christian. Those are girls' basketball results from last night around the state. Um, Hopefully, we continue to see some good basketball played around Louisiana as we lead towards the run to the top 28. I'm going to tell you about some boys' basketball drama a little later in the show. I was intending to do that in this segment, but when the recorder's not working, when the music's not working, and the segment runs a little bit short. So we'll make it work a little bit later. We'll have to audible and push some things down the road. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to CCA. We'll have Joe Tuto on the line. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. 
Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Jiskler here. We go to the phone lines for the first time today. It's almost baseball season in Louisiana. So we go to Covenant Christian Academy. We have Coach Joe Tuto on the line. Coach, good morning, man. How are you? Hey, good morning, buddy. Appreciate you having me. For sure, man. Look, it's that fun time of the year. You guys are maybe doing a little light work over the weekend, but early next week, it's rock and roll time. It's ready to go. It's game starting to count. It's game starting to matter. Tell us how things are looking for the Lions right now, man. Hey, we've had some ups and downs in the scrimmages. Uh, we got some young kids that need to uh, grow up quickly. I think everybody's got the same problem. Uh, I think we're finding out what we're good at and what we're not good at. Uh, I mean, we're we kind of running out of time. We got the jamboree on Saturday. This will be, our, I guess what you'd say, our last controlled scrimmage. And then, hey, Monday we open up at Rumble in New Orleans. So we, we've got to figure it out pretty quick. Open up at Rumble in New Orleans is going to be a big test, but also – a big opportunity to earn a bunch of PowerPoints playing up and beat a quality opponent. So, man, right out of the gate, Monday, you guys got a really, really big one, man. Oh, listen, no doubt. I mean, I, I think it's a plus-plus for us. So, uh, you know, if you're able to sneak one in there and, and pop one of them big 5A schools, it just kind of sets the seal, the seal rolling. So it, it should be a pretty exciting game. Right out of that, you guys are moving into a three-gamer with Central Lafouche. Um, that's fun. You know, coaches always tell me they like to play those three-game series because it, it's replication of the playoffs, and it gives you, you know, kind of a dry run of what the playoffs would be like. Talk about that, man. That first, you got an interesting first week. You're going out to the city playing a single game with a really talented team, then you're jumping right into a three-gamer with another 5A team. That, that's going to be a fun four games and a, first, uh, a very fun first week for your team. Oh, listen, no doubt. I don't know if if you've seen Central Lafouche with Coach Crochet over there. Uh, really got them guys turned around. Look, I got to see them play in a, in a scrimmage. And, uh, man, there's some excitement over there in Matthews. Those kids are running around. They play in the game right. Uh, I'm telling you, Central Lafouche baseball is going to surprise some people this year. Uh, so we got to be really prepared because, look, those guys, you know, the coach kind of knows the back of, me, back of my hand. So I don't think I can do anything to trick him. And, uh we're going to have to really show up to play if we want a chance to win and compete against those guys. You were talking about that at media day. And it's so interesting is that a lot of the coaches in the area are guys you've either coached against or coached yourself when they were players or coached with, with the hogs, like talk about those chess matches during some of those local games. Is that like, they know what you want to do. You know what they want to do. Like talk about that. Do you ever, uh, I guess the term they use in football is self-scout where, you know, hey, you don't want to be too predictable or is it just a situation where, hey, we're going to just go do what we do and execute better than they do? Well, I, I think a little of both, like a, a little bit of both. Uh, 
but I think guys who are my former players or coaches know that I think, you know, I've already built a program where I think if we take care of our business, that's all we can do. And uh, I don't think there's no secrets about what we're doing. And I think we just got to come out and execute. And, look, we got to be better than them, period. And at the end of the day, if you do things better than them on the fundamental side, it'll take care of itself. Joe, you told me the last time you came on, you said, look, man, I like what we have back. But then you also said, hey, look, let's be honest. We lost some really good high-level starting pitching, and it's going to be a little bit more of a committee approach. Got four games coming up in a stretch of five days. How do you make sure that you could stretch it out enough to make sure that you have enough arms to carry that? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing that we're going to run run over, it happened to us, you know, against Vanderbilt Catholic last night in the little Hall of Fame scrimmage. Uh, when you don't have – look, Conor Mathurin's at Delgado Community College, and he's not coming back. So when you got guys who are not as talented caliber-wise, we got to throw the strikes, and we have to make routine plays. And when you don't make routine plays – Little innings become big innings, and uh, our biggest thing is we got to continue throwing strikes and make the routine plays, and you know hopefully these guys can swing at first or second pitch and uh, get themselves out. I mean, look, percentages play our favor. I mean, a guy who's good hits three out of ten, and if we can get some weak contact or some bad contact and make some routine plays, I think it just it'll keep our pitching rotation flowing where guys are not stuck in there having to throw eighty to a hundred pitches a game. Coach, it feels like just about every baseball coach that I've had on in the last couple of weeks has said kind of the same. Like, man, I'm a little disappointed in my defense. Man, we've made some errors. We've made some mistakes. Is that common? I mean, it would make sense. It's so early. But is that common to, to you know for the defense to be one of the last things to come? You know, I think what happens is now at most schools in this area, we have a lot of multi-sport athletes. So you got a lot of football basketball, soccer guys who play baseball that are thrown right into baseball and into kind of some live scrimmage situations without really having a month to practice like on a normal guy. I I mean, you know, I I know at at South Terrebonne, talking to Coach Barber myself, we have a lot of soccer guys. Uh, You know, I know Vanderbilt Catholic, I got to see those guys get a few basketball guys back. Uh, I think that's the thing that we're running into. I think we're not getting as many defensive reps as we should be at this time of the year. I mean, whether whose fault it is or whatever it is, you know, when you're sharing athletes, you do the best you can for both sports. You guys are playing the jamboree on, on over the weekend, rather. Who are you competing against, and what are some things you're hoping to see to let you know that you're ready for Monday? So we're playing against Terrebonne High School, which, you know, I mean, it's a jamboree, but it's a it's a midtown rivalry. Uh, those guys want to beat us. We want to beat them. Uh we need to continue getting better. We need to win every pitch. And when I say every pitch, it's offensively, defensively, and mentally. We really got to get better mentally. We got to clean up the mental mistakes. But I think that just comes with game time. Coach, let's talk a little MLB for a second, as we tend to do when we have you on. I'd love to hear your perspectives. I saw the pictures of the new bases in the MLB, man. Are you in favor of this? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get used to it. Maybe I'm going to warm up to it. It just looks weird. Like, there's... Then doggone pizza box in the middle of the field. Like, those things are way bigger, man. What are your thoughts? Well, Casey, I don't know if you looked at that good. It's not that pizza box. I'll send you a picture of the real one. The real one is only about four inches bigger than the one we have. Okay, now. so the picture that I saw must have been an exaggeration. Well, that's good, that's good to know. Now, the, the next thing that I wanted to ask you, bro, is I'm seeing, okay, the shift has been banned on the infield. 
I'm seeing talks that teams are saying or flirting with the idea in spring training of putting their left fielder in that hole on the right side where, you know, the third baseman or shortstop usually would be. What are your thoughts, man? That's pretty radical. If teams are going to start shifting their outfielders into that rover spot in the infield, maybe trying to skirt the rules, maybe trying to figure out a way to shift even without the shift, what are your thoughts as you're seeing that being flirted and discussed? Listen, I, I don't like it. Listen, I, I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think if you start to see teams do that, maybe not this year, but by next year, MLB will make another rule where you can't shift the outfielders the same way. I see that how, I see that coming, and it might even come before the season starts or midseason or something like that. I mean, if you're going to ban the shift, I think they're trying to ban it, you know, where the game's more exciting, more balls are put in play. I think basically you just band-aiding the problem if you move the left fielder into the four hole on the second base side if uh, Cody Bellinger's batting or someone like that. You know, here's my thing, Joe. Why is it that, you know, and, and look, I, I'm all for whatever it is that the sport decides, but why is it that these dudes just don't hit the ball the other way? Like, you talk about Bellinger, that's a dude that is, con like, he's conceded the idea that for the rest of his career, he's going to be a 190 hitter who's going to run into about 30, 35 a year. Whereas if he would just work the ball the other way, he'd probably be about a 260, 270 hitter, would still hit his home runs. Like, why are those guys so doggone stubborn, man? Well, you know, Casey, I think it starts with the front office because they let him do it. Yeah, and there I'm you go. Totally honest. It starts, look, it starts at the travel ball level and it goes along. Listen, then it goes to the high school level, then it goes to the college level. Usually the guy doing it is the best player on the team. That's why he's a major leaguer. So how am I, I going to tell a major league baseball player that he can't pull the ball if he's a high school player and he's the best player on my team? So this guy has been the prima donna, probably the cream of the crop all the way up. And if you're paying a guy $40 million, how are you going to tell him what he can and can't do? It's just an investment. And I, th I think it starts in the front office along the top. And uh, – <clears throat> Until, until the game, you know, to the mindset has changed. Uh, you see it in playoff baseball. Playoff baseball is totally different than than regular season baseball. I mean, I hate to say it. Look at Aaron Judge's numbers in the playoffs compared to the regular season. And uh, I think there's not enough emphasis on doing the little things in baseball because they want to hit balls in the stands. The bunt doesn't happen much. Guys don't steal bases anymore. So. I think what happens is it's the front office. It's all about, you know, the mighty dollar and getting people in the stands. It's really not about winning baseball games until the playoffs come. Are we going to start to see speed become a factor in the game again? Because, Joe, we've got those bigger bases that we talked about. That gives the base runners a little edge. We've got the rules now where you can only pick off twice during that bat. So, obviously, you know, the guys are going to be able to get better jumps and they'll be able to time it up a little better. The shift should, or the shift being banned, should bring more singles into play. A lot of baseballs that would have been ground ball outs are now going to be solid base hits. I think we're going to see a lot of stolen bases and a return to kind of my childhood, where you know getting a base hit and taking a bag and going first to third, all that little stuff mattered. And I think that's good for the game. Do you think we'll see a return to that this year? I definitely think you're going to. We headed in that direction. Listen, there's no doubt. Look, it makes baseball fun. It's exciting. I mean. You know, think of the Dave Winfields, watching him run from first to third. I mean, how impressive was that? Uh, I think you're going to see that more. I think I think these rule changes has really enhanced the game to really show off how athletic our players of today are. 
and, and I think it should be fun. I think you, you're going to see more guys like Ozzie Smith, how much more ground they have to color, cover. I mean, you're not going to have a, you know, a, a big shortstop who can't cover no ground now without the shift. I think you can get more athletic guys. It's going to be fun to watch. I agree. Last question before we let you go. We'll get back to CCA stuff here for a second, bro. Um, what are your goals for the next week, man? You got four big games, all against 5A competition. What are some things you guys are trying to get accomplished, bro? Listen, we got to win. We got to win. It's just period. We need it. We have to listen. We have to split. We got to split two of the four. Period. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You split two of the four. Hopefully, you could pop one and maybe get three. But you got to you got to win two. We got to find a way to win two, and it don't matter who you're playing against. So, we need to find a way to win two of these games this week, and then uh, you know, kind of when you look at these series, you need to win two out of every three. So we need to win two out of four this week, and. The goal is to get better every day, and uh, the more we play, the more at-bats we get. I think we're going to be in, we're in a good situation. Thank you, buddy. Good luck this week, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yep. That is Coach Joe Tuton with CCA doing an excellent job. I love, I love talking baseball with him. I would love to, if he wouldn't be so damn busy, I would love to do like a baseball day. Like, let's just say, all right, every Thursday we'll have Joe on the whole show and we'll just talk baseball because I love his perspectives and his thoughts. And I do think that, A, teams are going to start cheating. And I say cheating. It's not against the rules. So technically, it's not cheating. I think teams are going to start stretching the rules of the shift. I think teams are going to start using their outfielders to shift on the infield, which the new rules don't say anything about that. And I think that we're going to see baseball probably not be happy about that. But then in addition to that, I think we're going to see a lot of running, a lot of stolen bases, a lot of first to third, and I think we're going to see just the guy who could put the ball in play matter again. And I think that's good for the sport. But we all love to see home runs, right? That's a lot of fun and it's exciting and you know that's what's on Sports Center. But boy, when you could with one out and you're standing on first, take that extra bag and go to third and get yourself at third with less than two out, like those little things in a sport that is so competitive as baseball, those little minute details are so important. So important. And I think that the return of those things being extremely relevant is great for the game. So let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to go to Brandon Brown of Terrebonne. We'll ask him about some things happening with his team. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou. The all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP, so now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices, offers good to April 3rd. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Ain't no place to be on Mighty Broad Day. 
It's Mardi Gras time, and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order two, three, six, ten, and eighteen stall restroom trailers from everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors. Have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Start off our lunchtime hour here on Play by Play. And we hope that everybody that's heading to lunch right now has their food served fresh, hot, delicious. Man, enjoy your lunchtime with us. We'll be live until one o'clock. We'll be chatting about sports. I've got my mailbag a little bit later in this hour. And but first we go to the phone lines and we will enjoy some about 10-15 minutes of conversation with Terrebonne Boys basketball coach, Coach Brandon Brown, who's on the line now. His team is twenty-one and eight. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, good afternoon. I'm I'm good. All is well. I can't complain about anything. Wonderful. I'm happy to hear that, brother. Your team got a win on Tuesday against Thibodeau, snapping a two-game losing streak. You take care of business against the Tigers. Talk about the way you guys played against Thibodeau. Oh, I mean, we play. I think we played a great game, and uh, you know, Thibodeau's been fighting uh, uh, for for months. They didn't. They haven't been coming on the winning side, but. Uh, they gave us a challenge when we played uh, at their place and definitely a challenge because we was ready to blow the game open and I blink and next thing you know, they're up one and uh, our guys responded and then we, uh, you know, pushed the game uh, away. But I thought my, my team played really well. Uh, Colin Billiot, uh really played well and we're just, we're, we're, we're kind of uh, individually peaking. I know that we got a loss against uh, Central LaFouche and Destrian and uh, East St. John in district, but I think that we responded well uh, within that uh, week or so. Guys got a huge game coming up on Friday against Hanville, big in that it could lock you guys up as potentially hosting in the opening round. The numbers have you at number 18 right now. 
I'm thinking number three in the playoffs is going to get thrown out after what happened last night. Zachary was in a fr- in a fight, so you guys might be sitting at number 17 right now. If you beat Hanville, can maybe move up a spot or two from there. So, boy, for your chances to host in the opening round, that's a huge game coming up on Friday. It is huge, and actually I just heard about that like maybe two, three minutes before we, we got on. But uh, I'm not concerned about that right now. I'm just really concerned about us limiting turnovers at, at poor spots and rebounding the ball well. I really, really uh, think that if we can clear up those things in crucial moments, uh, we can play against any team. You know, and what's on the flip side, if we don't, we really can lose against any team. So if I think we can shore up those two, two glaring holes uh, in our program, I think that really the home and away really don't matter. Even though I would love to host the game, but I just want to make sure those those things are are secured and that we can be a well-oiled machine going against any any seed. Bro, that's the next question I was going to ask. It's like, yeah, there's no doubt Division One non-select is really good, but I think the thing of Division One non-select that makes it so good is how deep it is. Like, you got a team like Santa Mont that's number twelve. You guys are number eighteen. Hanville number fourteen. There's not a whole lot of difference between you guys and the teams that are in the top 10, Sulphur, Wachita Parish, you know, Rustin, whatever it may be. Everybody's good, man, and I really think that everybody could beat everybody on any given day. I agree, and you didn't even mention East St. Dunn. There you go. Those guys are, are really, really a well-oiled machine as well, and they're peaking at the right time. And like, like I said, I know that it's, it's going to come down to executing. Everybody got players. Everybody has length. Everybody has speed. You know, it's just all about executing because it's too many times, uh, even our losses, we've been tied with East St. John the last few minutes. They closed out strong. We were tied with uh, uh, Destrahan. Next thing you know, they closed out the last seven points. Uh, we was beating uh, Central Lafouche by a lot of points, and they was monstrous in the fourth quarter, and they just uh, put us away. So, again, it is our, our uh, select division is really, really good. And, uh, I mean, nine select division. I, I really like it. Competition is there. And I really think that uh, we have a chance, you know. We have a chance to, to knock off some teams and do well. But it's quarter by quarter, minute by minute, game by game. So it, it's going to be huge. And Friday's going to be huge as well with Hanville. Hopefully uh, uh, we can get them again. I know H.L. Uh, Bourgeois uh, beat them. So we're going to try to mirror that, you know, represent the hometown. My friend, um, you guys are in a situation where uh, it, it's at the end of the season and you know, you've know you had your senior night and all that good stuff, and it's a group that is going to forever be your first group of seniors at Terrebonne. It's been a group that's been extremely successful this year, winning 20-plus games. Talk about those guys. Man, they've been through a lot, some coaching changes and not a whole lot of success, and then this year they finally are able to taste it. Tell us about your seniors, bro. You know, our, uh, first off, Randy Bethencourt, who has come a long way from his junior high, freshman, sophomore, and junior year as just being a big guy, you know, just being, they like people are saying, he was just tall for nothing. But he has, this summer, just just worked on his game and has been putting up numbers. And so he, him dealing with uh, Coach Williams last year and then dealing with me, uh, he has handled everything well and just a great kid. Uh, Ronell Coleman, you know, coming off uh, years of knee injuries, uh, another senior of mine has just been uh, a hard worker and a big-time communicator helping our team. Julius Coleman, just an unbelievable athlete. Um, I know he, he only came on uh, the second half of the year, 
haven't been showing uh, uh, the district and, and, the, and the division what he can do. But uh, he's really, really an X factor for us who can represent in the uh, playoff as well that uh, teams that don't know about him. And our enforcer, our rebounder, our defender, Kobe Jones, who signed uh, and made a commitment to Xavier for baseball. Again, a three-sport three athlete. He's been doing great for us this year with our, our toughness. And he's being our, uh, the face of our team far as our, uh, you know, our, our identity. So love my seniors. Uh, I want them to extend the season game by game. So I'm excited what we can do. And I'm excited for my first year as well. Talk to me about that relationship with the big fella, man, because, look, you coach him hard. I've been to several of your games. You coach him hard. But he never, you know, snaps back or, like, he's very receptive to it. Talk about that because you were a post player. You were an incredible post player. How difficult <laughs> How difficult is it to um, – but, but, look, they often say some of the best players, it's hard for them to relay that message because sometimes other guys don't have that same ability or that same athleticism. Like, talk about that challenge of – Having a protege who's a post player also, and trying to get the most out of him. Yeah, and for me, it's difficult. You hit the nail on the head about that, and because I, I keep inserting myself in the situation, what I would do, and I need to be a better coach and explaining things uh, piece by piece and the nuances. You know, I just want him to be mean, you know, and and I want him to anybody to come in his direction. I want on defense bump him. On offense, you know, just post them up just because, and you get to wear them down. But again, he's been receptive, and he, but I, I wanted him to be not polite on that low post and understanding that, you know, the post players, we get bumps and bruises because in that pain, you know, there's a lot of things that the referees let go. And he don't understand that. He wants things to be called uh, correctly on the outside and on the inside. No, you understand that there's going to be a battle down there, and uh, uh, you got to come out victorious on that end, but he's been a sponge on everything I give him. And, uh, again, a high-character guy. I just want him to have that flip of a switch to understand that, hey, I'm six seven and a half, six eight, two eighty, 280, and I'm just going to lean on you and body you all game. I don't care if I'm sweaty or not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you have it. You know, so I want him to have that mean streak. But he, he's been uh, having Coach Williams and me that we were really, really hard-nosed, but Again, great kid. You never get out of character. So hats off to his parents. He really instilled a high-character guy. Let's talk about this for a second, man, because I've had a lot of high school coaches tell me um, that the transfer portal is really changing everything. And what I mean by that is, you know, I'm not going to name any schools, but a school now could, instead of going sign five or six high school seniors, They'll say, to hell with that. Like, I'm not going to develop high school seniors. I'm going to go and get a junior from UNLV. I'm going to go get, you know, a sophomore from Idaho. I'm going to go get a guy from South Florida. They're getting guys from the portal and are letting other schools do the developing for them, which is hurting high school recruiting and is giving fewer guys maybe an opportunity. You were once recruited. You played college basketball at a high level. Are you seeing that? Like, it feels like there are fewer spots now for those high school seniors. And then I, I lead into saying that by saying this. I think that more and more kids now should be receptive to the idea of going to, let's say, an LSUA or going to a junior college or going to wherever just to get your foot in the door, and then you never know what might happen from there. Yes, Case, that, that, that is a sign of the times. And, and even though me as a high school coach, I might not like that. But 
I can't say if I was on those uh, Division One, Division Two schools, that transfer transfer portal will be would be very very tempting, and I know I would I would do the same. So uh, I can't I can't judge people on, on not being in their shoes, and just just got to advise the kids just to work hard, and if if that is for you, your work ethic, your perseverance will will shine. So you know wherever they go, just make the best of it. I know I was grateful to uh, go to Tulane and play 10 years overseas, you know, and I didn't have to deal with the portal. So, but again, it's a new age that portal also brings, you know, the NIL deal. So a lot of that, the give and take. So just got to uh, persevere through any trials and tribulations that uh, the kids have to go through. And uh, me as a high school coach, as a mentor, we got to make sure the kids are mentally strong to, to uh, prepare for that. Last question, I'm going to let you go after this. Do you ever look back and say, man, where was all this NIL stuff when I played? I could have ate for free. I could have got my car washed for free. Like, where was all this stuff when I was in school? No, I was a boring player. Just <laughs> offensive rebound, communicated on defense. You know, I, I wasn't a, a, a star anything, but I was a star in my role. So uh, I, I knew. I knew I was going to be doing the same thing I'm doing now. So, uh <laughs> But I know I had some star friends, and they could uh, pay some, for some of my meals. So, but I'm glad the guys are are, are getting money off that uh, image and, and name. So it's all good for me. I, I, I'm really proud of uh, where everything is going. I know it's a give and take that some people don't like the transfer portal, but uh, we're evolving, and we got to evolve with the times. No doubt, brother. Thanks so much for the time, man. Good luck to you all tomorrow. All right. Appreciate it, Casey. Thank you. That is Coach Brandon Brown with Terrebonne. Talk about another guy that I love to just talk with, you know, about whatever. Who's going to know ball more than someone who's traveled the world literally playing it? Ten years overseas, folks. Went to Tulane. You know, he's dang near seven foot tall. I mean, he's a big dude. He's like 6'8". He was a great player at Terrebonne, great player at Tulane. Don't let him be modest. Oh, bro, I wasn't a star. Yeah, you might not have been the 20-10 and 10 guy, Coach Brown, but you were a very, very prolific player. You were very good. You don't play overseas for 10 years unless if you're very good. And we're certainly proud of everything that they've done at Terrebonne this past season, and we wish them nothing but the best. Uh, I, I agree with what he said, by the way, there at the end. I think that they're capable. I think that um, Division One is wide open. Let me let me read you the top of Division One. And then I'm going to read you the middle of Division One, and I want you to tell me where there's a difference. New Iberia, number one. Rustin, number two. Zachary, who's likely going to be out the playoffs, number three. Ponchatoula, four. Walker, number five. Okay. Let me read you 11 through 15. Southside, Santamont, Denham Springs, Hanville, Mandeville. Then you go one spot from there, East St. John, then East Ascension, then Terrebonne. West Monroe's 20th. They've been to the top 28. Go into the 20s. Destrahan, Natchitoches Central. Those are programs that have athletes galore. Like, it's incredible the depth of talent in Division I non-select. And then, oh yeah, you run into the 22 seed South Lafouche. you got to deal with maybe the best player or one of the best players in the whole state in Brandon Daniels. So, everywhere that you turn, there's going to be a team that's capable of putting you down. And I think that that bracket's going to be extremely unpredictable. I think that bracket's going to have a lot of upsets. Like, who willingly wants to play Natchitoches Central as a 25 seed right now? Who wants to play them in the opening round? Who's signing up and raising their hand in the air? And I look, their record's not any good. 
right? Their record's 11 and 16. I understand that. But who's raising their hand in the air and saying, yeah, that team that's been to the top 28 like eight times in the last 10 years, I'm just making up a number. Yeah, I want to play them. No one's doing that. No one's doing that. There's going to be incredible parody. It's going to be extremely exciting, and we can't wait to get to the playoffs. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. Um, we are going to talk about a little drama in the high school boys' side of things. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. We do have our mailbag today as well on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP. So now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Offers good till April 3rd. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time, the Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call 
the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Baby, you a song, you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. All right, I got a question for y'all. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. Who amongst you trust the LHSAA? Like, if I told you right now that there was a situation brewing and the LHSA was going to be staked to deal with it, who amongst you right now has your hand up in the air and saying, yeah, uh, I trust them. They're, they're going to do right. They're, they're going to make this work. For the, the best situation imaginable for everybody, they're going to make it work. Who right now amongst you has your hands up in the air saying, yeah, I trust them. Yeah, we'll make it's going to be good. Everything's going to work out. Probably no one, right? <laughs> like maybe even some folks within the LHSA would, would, wouldn't have their hands up right now, right? There's a storm brewing right now. There's a storm brewing. Let me tell you about what's going on. All year long, the LHSA has said there's an emphasis on fighting or an emphasis on cracking down, rather, on fighting. Let me say that better. And teams that have been caught red-handed fighting have been given blanket 45-day suspensions the entire season. It happened to the Morgan City girls. It happened to several other teams throughout the course of the year. They sent out a cute, fancy-pants little memo. Oh, fighting will not be tolerated. Anyone who does it will have their seasons canceled or postponed for a long time. We are the LHSAA, and we approve this message. So far, since the fighting ban has been initiated, it's really not been controversial Right? It's really not been much of an issue. Why? Because all of the teams that have gotten caught ain't name brand teams. Look, just between us, the LHSA don't give a hoot whether Morgan City's girls basketball team is playing games or not. The LHSA doesn't give a hoot whether or not Franklin's girls basketball team is playing games or not. Those two teams win about the same amount of games, forfeiting all of their games as they do playing them. They're not name-brand schools. They're not name-brand programs. They're programs that by the time the playoffs start are not in the playoffs. They're long forgotten about. They don't have any support. They don't have any clout. They don't have any name recognition. So it's easy to hide them in a corner, say they're suspended for 45 days. No one notices. 13 people go total to their games. I've, Morgan City's in our local district. I see the support or lack thereof that they have. There's a reason why, and this is not an anti-Morgan City segment at all. I'm going to get to my point in a second, but there's a reason why a lot of you all haven't heard of anything like this that I'm telling you about right now with the anti-fighting stuff or whatever and all the legislation. is because it hasn't happened to any school that a lot of folks in the state care about. But that changed last night. 
Last night, Zachary High School was involved in a benches-clearing brawl which caused the cancellation of the remainder of their game with Liberty. The game was called in the second half, and both teams, frankly, are both very good. So now, we're in a very interesting situation. And just for clarity... And just so that my listeners know and understand and that no one could call in and say, oh, you aren't there. You don't know what happened. I saw a video. I do know what happened. This was egregious. This was nasty. This was a brawl. This was not anything that should ever happen at a sporting event. This is something that if you do it on the street, you're getting arrested for. I could go on and on and on. This was very bad stuff. It involved multiple players, so we can't use the excuse of, oh, just kick the one player. It involved the benches of both teams. The LHSA needs to suspend Zachary and Liberty both for the remainder of the season, and they need to do it today. And anything other than Zachary and Liberty being suspended for the season should result in every single other member school boycotting the playoffs unless if that's the result that happens here. The LHSA has made a living off of saying, ah, well, it would just take too much. Like, I, I know that you're saying that this school's recruiting. I, I hear you. Like, I know that you're saying that this school got this player legally, but boy, it would just take a lot of manpower for us to investigate that. So we can't do he said, she said stuff. We're not going to spark an investigation unless if you're caught red-handed. We're going to just let them bend the rules a little on this one. They've made their living off of that. The single reason why we have a split today is because the association is not willing to enforce its own rules and instead has cowardly um, precedents set that mandate that you can't be suspended or caught or, 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 you know, prohibited from playing postseason or be forced to forfeit games unless if you're virtually caught red-handed. They made their living off of unless if you basically turn yourself in, we're not going to catch you for anything. So now we're in a spot where we've got two teams in a year where we are emphasizing no more fighting. If you fight, it's 45 days. We've got two teams that they're both name-brand teams, by the way. Zachary's one of the most prominent football programs in the state of Louisiana, one of the richest athletic departments in the state of Louisiana. Liberty is an up-and-coming school. Both of these teams are in the top five of their respective playoff brackets right now. The video's there. Get to rights. They're caught red-handed. If the LHSAA does not do to them what they would do to Morgan City, what they have done to Central Lafouche in the past. Because I remember when Central Lafouche and East St. John got virtually thrown out of the playoffs because of a fight. I remember what happened. If that same precedent is not set, every single other member school should boycott the playoffs. Because if the rules are not the same for everyone, then what the hell are we doing? If one school commits an infraction and a foul and it's penalized more 
swiftly and more severely than when another school commits the same exact infraction or foul? What's the point? Now, the social media outrage and conversation has mostly been in agreement with me. So I am actually confident that what we're talking about here is actually how it's going to get resolved. I'm very confident that Zachary and Liberty both are going to be suspended for 45 days. They're both going to be axed to not, not axed. They're going to be mandated to not compete in the playoffs. But if by some chance this gets slid under the rug, Mr. Bonon, I'm telling you right now, brother, you're going to be hearing me screaming and screaming and screaming. And I'm going to have coaches on who are going to be screaming and screaming and screaming. And I'm going to be on Twitter and I'm going to be on Facebook and I'm going to be on Instagram and I'm going to be on Facebook Live and I'm going to be on Bayou Sports and I'm going to be on every single last platform that my voice could be heard saying the hypocrisy and stating how unjust this is. The fact that it's 12.30 p.m. today and these schools are still in play <laughs> is already getting me a little nervous. But it, it, it hadn't even 12 hours of passed. Relax. Like 15 hours of passed. Sorry. Relax. Take a deep breath. Everything's going to work out. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's potential here for things to get really, really dicey. Really, really dicey. And if these schools aren't handled the same way that the others are, you're going to have a firestorm. A firestorm of people complaining. Firestorm of people talking about injustice. And a firestorm that I'll be at the front of. Because it ain't right. So get this one right. You got an opportunity. Look, the LHSA's win-loss record ain't very good. We know that. But you're being given a, an easy one right here. You're being given a layup. Make the damn layup and let's move on. Let's catch a break here. It's play-by-play. Play. When we get back out of the break, we're going to get to our mailbag. We missed it yesterday. It's play-by-play. Play. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
What's up? This is Casey Gisclair, and this is why I choose State Bank for all my banking needs. State Bank is a local bank, which means you get a taste of home when you walk through the doors. The bank's motto is Cajun Banking. Serve just the way you like it, and that's for a reason, because you're always greeted by a real banker who provides smiling service. But State Bank also has the latest banking technologies, which means you get the best without having to sacrifice that personal touch that we all love. So go visit them today at one of their many locations. They're proud bankers serving a proud community. Resilient bankers serving a resilient community at State Bank now 70 years strong. Attention event managers, Joe's Septic Contractors has been there for you in New Orleans and the surrounding areas. Whether it's a construction site, fair or festival, let Joe's Septic Contractors help you determine how many potties and how much temporary fencing you may need for your next event. Visit joeseptic at viscom.net. That's joeseptic at viscom.net. Locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, Reserve, and Odessa, Texas. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero-turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated, locations in Homa, LaRoe, do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bed bugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEV. Casey Gisclair here. We hope that you guys are enjoying your day. It's already Thursday, man. Where's the time gone? Like, man, the, the time flies. I was sick all weekend, right? So I didn't really do a whole lot. I'm kind of laying around and I don't come to work Monday. And then my Monday is now actually Tuesday. And then by the time, oh, man, like it's already the weekend. It's crazy. Um, time flies. It's already Mardi Gras. Like, oh, my goodness. Uh, it was just Christmas. It's already the middle of February. Like, what is going on? We need to slow things down. Uh, we've got our mailbag. We didn't get to these yesterday. Taylor and I ran long, um, so we'll get to the mailbag questions today. If you've got a mailbag question for us in the future, I'm at Casey underscore Justclair on Twitter. I'm JustClairKC at gmail.com. Casey Justclair on Facebook. We're at KLEB Radio on Twitter. Let me re-say that. K-L-E-B on Twitter. And we're KLEB Radio on Facebook as well. Um, if you got my cell, shoot me a text. Find a way to get your question to me. The first question comes from <clears throat> several listeners who have asked this same question in different forms or fashions. Will Derek Carr sign with the New Orleans Saints? Will the Saints be interested even at an uncomfortably high price? Probably so because the Saints are a poorly run organization that is desperate to just make a splash to try to appease the fans in the media which cover the team. You know, that's the, 
I really think that New Orleans media does Saints fans a disservice. Like, I was seeing yesterday tweets from a guy who covers the team, like blue check mark guy, not just some Joe Schmo, saying how Derek Carr deserves a $220 million deal. And here's what's going to happen, okay? Because I see this happen all the time. Because guess what? The very same guy, the very same guy, and I'm not going to mention any names. He's a regular guest across the hall, though. You could go and listen to him, whatever his regular time slot is, across the hall. The very same guy who said that Derek Carr deserves $220 million in a contract, not per year, but in a total contract, was the same guy who was saying the Saints were going to get four first-round picks for Sean Payton. And then when they only got one, said, oh, Mickey worked his magic. Hell yeah. Mickey made it happen. They're fans, folks. They're not telling it to you like it is. They're just telling what they're just saying what they want reality to be. So here's what's going to happen. Carr's either going to sign with the Saints on a huge deal and everybody in the New Orleans media, oh, yeah, he's a top 10 quarterback. He's not a top 10 quarterback. Oh, yeah, the team's only missing a quarterback. That was the only thing they needed. They need a whole lot more than just quarterback. And it's going to be just sheer jubilation until it doesn't work out. That's scenario one. Scenario two is he signs on a big money deal with Carolina or somewhere else, and then immediately those very same people are going to start clamoring and screaming and hollering and hooting that he's overpaid. It's the same thing with LSU recruiting. Oh, he's a can't-miss prospect. Can't-miss prospect signs with Alabama. Oh, he sucks. He's overrated. We never needed him anyway. So those are the two. Will the Saints sign Derek Carr is the question. I lean towards saying no. I think it would already be done by now if if – I think he would have, ah, I shouldn't say that. I was about to say that they would have gotten a trade done, but I think he was dead set on not getting traded. So, I, honestly, I don't know. But I do know this. He's not worth a huge money deal. And the numbers that are being floated out there right now are huge money dollars. If you can, can tell me with a straight face that Derek Carr is worth $200 million, and is worth being one of the four or five highest paid players at the position after going 6-11 and 11 in Las Vegas with Devontae Adams, with Josh Jacobs, who led the NFL in rushing, and with a head coach who won multiple championships with Tom Brady. If you could look at me with a straight face and say he deserves that level of a deal, I have got a beautiful mountainside cottage for you, and you could rent it out anytime over the summer in Leeville. Hit me up. Let's make it happen. It's worth $220 million. Yeah. And and how are those for those four first round draft picks for Sean Payton coming too? How, how's that working out? Break. They just say what they want to happen. They just come up with some sort of blanket scenario that they want to have happen. There's gonna be a bidding war. Oh, the Cowboys are going to lose their playoff game, and then Jerry's going to give all of his first-round picks to Mickey Loomis. I had to read that crap on Twitter for weeks. And then whenever it's wrong, there's no one there to call it out as being wrong. It's just, 
Oh, on to the next topic. There are three people who tell it to you like it is about New Orleans on the air. Myself, Damien, who comes on on Fridays, and Brian Colley, who comes on on Mondays. These other people are just blowing rainbows up your behind, bro. It is what it is. Next question. Casey, is there any chance that Sami Zayn goes over on Saturday and defeats Roman Reigns? There's sure more of a chance today than there was two weeks ago because of how well the promos have gone and how receptive the audience has been to a potential Sammy and Cody match. <clears throat> but I don't see it. I think we're going to get a non-clean finish. I think we're going to get right up to the ledge just to test the reaction of the fans. And then he's going to fall off the cliff and Roman's going to retain just to keep it fresh, just to keep it relevant going forward. And I think Roman's going to get the win. Casey, what should we expect from Tiger Woods this weekend? I don't have a clue, bro. That's a great question. I'm wondering just as much as you are. I'm looking forward to going and watch it when I get out of here. I don't have a clue. And I don't know that anybody with any type of golfing pedigree even has a clue. Like, how could you definitively say what we should expect from a guy that we don't see play at all anymore? He hasn't played in, in forever. We saw him in the little father-son invitational. And guess what? He really didn't play all that well there either. He was saying you know, his foot was hurt, plantar fasciitis, whatever. <clears throat> so he's playing, and by all accounts, he looked okay in the practice rounds, but also by all accounts, he was still kind of limping a little bit. And I don't know. If you told me right now he's going to finish in the top 15 and look sharp, I wouldn't roll my eyes at that. If you told me that he's going to finish in the top 50, make the cut, but then tail off, I wouldn't be surprised by that. If you told me that he shot 77-79 and missed the cut and looked horrible, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. So I don't have a clue. I lean towards the middle option, which is make the cut and then just kind of taper off, but I don't have a definitive lean on that either way. Casey, will the Lakers make the NBA playoffs? Um... Yeah, I do. I think they will. And I think that they're going to take the spot of the Pelicans. I've been saying it. Like, you you guys get mad at me. I don't care. Um, it's how I feel. Pelicans ain't getting in. If Zion Williamson does not come back, the Pelicans are not getting in. <laughs> right now, they're in the eighth spot. They're holding on by a game and a half. Oklahoma City is going to drop out. And I think the Lakers are going to drop in. And I think Portland's going to drop in. I think that the Pelicans are going to miss out. They're not good enough without Zion. Last year, they played extremely well without him. They were motivated. They knew he wasn't coming back. They were fired up. There was some energy with C.J. McCollum back in the lineup um, after the trade. This year just ain't happening. They got the snot beat out of him last night by the Lakers. Oh, brother, referees cheated. Oh, brother, Lakers shot 30, 36 free throws. Give me a break, man. You got beat by 18. Referees didn't do anything to you. Well, the reason why you lost last night was Trey Murphy was 0 for 6. Because your bench is terrible. Let, let, let's start there. Because your bench is terrible. Or I, Let me rephrase that. I, I want to be fair. I don't like to be unfair. Your bench played terrible. I don't think they have a terrible bench. Your bench played terrible last night. Alvarado wasn't good. Josh Richardson wasn't good. Marshall wasn't good. 
That's the reason why you lost last night. The officials didn't. Come on, man. Anthony Davis shot five free throws the whole game. It was 13 of 17 shooting, shot only five free throws. He was attacking like crazy. You can lead me to believe that the officials were the reason why he lost by 18, made an 18-point difference. Come on, bro. Give me a break. Next question uh, comes from a listener who wants to know. <laughs> I like this one. Who would you rather have on the team that you root for? Would you rather have Ben Simmons on the 76ers or Lamar Jackson on the Cowboys? All day long, 24-7, 365 days of the week, I would rather Lamar Jackson on the Cowboys than Ben Simmons on the 76ers. Because here's the thing. Ben Simmons on the 76ers adds salary to an already loaded salary cap. It would make the team inflexible. It would make the team incapable of really doing anything. Much like Ben Simmons would do. He would do nothing. He now for the Nets. Ben Simmons now has been relegated to the bench, by the way, for Brooklyn. He now scores, oh, two, three points a game. He goes like one for three. Gets like three points, four rebounds, three assists. He's he's embarrassing. He's the worst contract in the NBA, Russell Westbrook included. So he offers you nothing. On the flip side to that, Lamar Jackson offers you something on the field. My argument with Lamar Jackson has never been that he's not good. That's where I think we get lost sometimes, and a lot of people think that I have this inherent disdain for Lamar Jackson. No, I really don't. My argument, and and by the way, I think it's a, it's a correct argument, by the way, is that when you play the position the way that he does, you can't finish the year. And I think that by now, that's kind of backed up in facts. Robert Griffin played the position the way that Lamar did. Out the league. Lamar has missed the, t- the last two years. Injured. Couldn't finish. Kyler Murray this year. Couldn't finish. Russell Wilson changed his style. Now stays in the pocket. And is horrible. Jalen Hurts. Couldn't finish the year. Missed a couple of games injured. Now, did he come back and he played in the playoffs? Yeah, but he was one of the lucky ones. Couldn't finish the year. Got hurt at the end of the year. So that's my thing. It's not that I don't think Lamar's good. It's not that I don't think he could. He can't help someone. I think he's incredible. I just don't think that asking a 190-pound guy to play running back while also playing quarterback is going to work over 17 games. And just like I wouldn't be willing to pay Tony Pollard a huge deal or any running back a huge deal, I'm not willing to pay any quarterback who plays that way a huge deal because I don't trust that they'll be available when I need them the most. That's my argument. Bro, if you tell me right now that Lamar and Dak are both 100% and I got to go win one game, I'm taking Lamar. But if you tell me right now that I need to get through a 17-game season, I'm not taking Lamar. And it's a 17-game grind. I'm not giving somebody $250, $300 million when they can't finish the year. I want guys available in January. He hasn't proven in the last few seasons that he could consistently be available in January. 
Casey, is there any chance that the Pelicans trade Zion Williamson this offseason? No. No chance. I think Zion's a dented can. I've said that here. I think he's going to always have trouble staying healthy. I think his body type is not conducive to the way that he plays. Zigzagging, cutting. I think he's too athletic for his own good. I think he's wound up too tight. I think he's always going to have issues staying healthy. But he's too young. You can't give up on him. He's incredible when he's out there. And if you just got to pray for a miracle, you got to pray for that odd chance, and I don't think it's happening, but that odd chance that he gets healthy, that odd chance where he could fix whatever it is that's broken physically and stay out there sustained, you got to pray for that to happen because nothing you're going to get in a trade for him is going to come even close to what you have when he's out there. So, no, I don't think they're going to trade him. Last question. Will Bayou Sports and Caleb be broadcast local baseball? You bet. We're going to have video. We're going to have radio. We're going to have everything in between. We'll be all over it. And, oh, yeah, not just baseball. We'll do softball, too. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, I'll give you our betting picks. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Join Talk on the Bayou from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Monday through Friday on the Raging Cajun. We cover local news topics, politics, and entertainment each weekday. And it's all brought to you in part by Lady of the Sea General Hospital, Rev, and Thibodeau Regional Health System. Talk on the Bayou Monday through Friday from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Right here on the Raging Cajun KLEB 1600 a.m. and 102.7 f.m. If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business All Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at letsrev.biz. Let's Rev. Whoever said you can't have it all, never had internet that could do it all. Switch to Rev. No contracts, no data caps, no nonsense. It's the high-speed internet you need. Build your plan at letsrev.com. Let's Rev. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-810-8655. 800-810-8655. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-810-8655. 800-810-8655. Eight six five five. The holiday season, football season, wedding season, and tax season. File with H&R Block and you'll have a new addition to your list of favorite feel-good seasons. With in-person, virtual, and drop-off filing options, plus your biggest refund possible. Tax season with H&R Block becomes one worth celebrating. Make an appointment today by calling 693 
1040. Or come and see us at 13970 West Main and La Rose. All tax seasons are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hnrblock.com slash guarantees. It's the President's Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa, here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. And I got to tell you, um, first and foremost, despite our slow start to the show, we made it work. It was a good show today. I want to thank Joe Tutal for the time. I want to thank Brandon Brown for the time. Um, voice is coming back. We're getting a little better every day. Going to be at Nichols tonight. Can't wait, by the way. Look, supposed to be kind of some yucky weather, right? So I'm a little nervous about like telling you guys to go out on the roads whenever there's maybe going to be some bad weather. But if you're okay with leaving the house today, maybe I should say it like that. Go watch Nichols, bro. Nichols men's basketball is incredible. And they've got a big matchup tonight against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. I'll be at the radio call tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great matchup of two really good teams. Go on out and watch that one. Go on out and watch that one. Nichols is usually really good at home. They're facing a really quality opponent today. It's not going to be easy. Uh, but that's a big one, and that's a big one that that you could potentially, by your presence and yelling and screaming and cutting up and making a rowdy home field advantage or home court advantage, can make a difference in. So let's go support the Colonels tonight. In the NBA, it's the last night before the All-Star break. I like the over 228 for the Bucks and the Bulls. Both teams um, could score. It's the last night before a holiday. I don't think either team's going to be all that interested in defending. Um I think both teams will be heading towards the all-star break and will just be kind of scoring back and forth at one another. So I like the over in that matchup. I'm not picking this game, but boy, the Suns and the Clippers tonight is going to be a really good game. Those are two teams that have retooled and refocused. Um, Really good matchup tonight in the NBA. NCAA men's basketball action. I like Purdue minus one and a half over Maryland on the road. Here's the thing, bro. Purdue... um, and Houston and Alabama and all these teams at the top, ain't none of them really all that good. Like, it's crazy to think that Purdue, the number three team in the country, is only a one-point favorite on the road against Maryland. I think that that's maybe a little bit too much disrespect. There's been a lot of conversation this week of, oh, man, um, it's so wide open, which we've been saying that for a month now, by the way. But everybody's kind of catching up to that train of thought. And I think that because of that, there's a little bit too much disrespect. And I think Purdue's going to stand tall. 
I like over 119.5 for North Texas and Louisiana Tech. And let me tell you something. I'm going to find the game here on the list. I'm going Colonels, baby. Nichols minus 1.5 against Corpus Christi. We're chasing Corpus Christi out of Thibodeau tonight. Let's go Colonels. Nichols minus 1.5 over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. That's all for me today. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Tomorrow we'll try to start the show on time. We'll try to not have any issues at the top of the show. Tomorrow we're going to have Damien, we're going to have Chandler Gitros, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Casey Gisclair signing off. Go and do a couple of things before heading out to Tippado, Louisiana. Have a great rest of the day, y'all. God bless. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.